0: Bush and Richie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. And and again, I feel very cornered in this episode. If you remember from on yesterday's show, yeah. uh, Richie and I were joining together taking the mickey out of producer Nick for yes. eating out of a Tupperware container, microwaving food, eating mm. his tea during the show. That's right. Uh, I thought we were kind of like a solid, a bit of solidarity between us, Richie. We are. But you've come in today, in this show you're about to hear, and then you're microwaving food. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I What's am. going
1: on? Well, look, let, let's not get distracted here. I can see, once again...
0: What's he got? This uh, is what Nick's got. Uh, producer
1: Nick has got a... Uh, I mean, the thing about his Tupperwares are they're absolutely loaded. Loaded with stuff in there. I don't want to unseal it. Um, what, is he, what is that?
0: I can't work out what it
1: is. It looks like... Um, is it a lasagna? Is it lasagna? lasagna. Veget- it looks like it's a vegetable lasagna. Is it a vegetable lasagna? Meat. Where's the meat in there? Meat. There's grapes in oh. there. Is uh, it grapes? A bit of salad on there. Olives. Olives.
0: Olives. Oli- oh! If you look from the top, there's garlic bread as well. You've got garlic bread. In there. Got <laughs> garlic bread in there. It's like a hamster in a little <laughs> little cage. But like, so he what he will do, it yeah. seems, yes. is batch cook a massive thing, yeah. and then eat it for about two months. Yes, that's,
1: that's <laughs> exactly what's going. I mean, there's about six uh, six baguettes that, uh, yeah. that, that that three little
0: slices has come so, from. So, what, what have you brought in then? Cause, so,
1: are you Tupperware in it today or what? I'm not Tupperware in it. I've brought in a microwave ready meal. Wow. Uh, I've brought in a butter chicken. OK, so are you going to be eating at the same time as him during this show? Uh, yes, yes I am, yep. E- e- eating, because I'm going out for a drink tonight, Okay, I figured uh, I want to keep it cheap. It's a, it's a tight month, uh, so I don't want to eat in the pub as well, so that's why I've just gone and got a microwaveable curry.
0: OK, so will you, will you both do me a favour? Will you just, during the course of this show you're about to hear, just stagger it so you're eating at different times?
1: Well, oh, you don't like the idea of reheated curry and lasagna bursting
0: <laughs> your earbuds? I think I might have an early night. Thanks very much. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. The stars kind of aligned for me this morning, just to let you into uh, early days in terms of what I was doing this morning. I was in the kitchen making the kids breakfast ahead of school, etc. And I just, you know when you have those moments where you stand there with a cup of tea, just, like, just thinking, just yeah. having a bit of peace. And as I was looking around our kitchen, a plan kind of fell into place. I, I looked over to the middle of the kitchen and there was, uh, poking out of our cupboard was a massive multi-bag of crisps that had arrived in the online shop last mm-hmm. night. So I saw them and then my eye scanned to the right, a little bit like uh, a Benedict's. Cumberbatch in uh, Sherlock Holmes when he's piecing everything together and I saw on the, the kitchen counter a fresh loaf of white bread Beautiful. and suddenly the penny dropped and I thought to myself oh my god, I need to have a crisp sandwich this week <laughs> but I want it to be right." <laughs> And I'm ashamed to say I didn't end up making one there and then this morning because I kind of panicked a little bit. Because I was, I was thinking to myself, crisp sandwiches are an amazing thing. They are. I don't know if other countries do crisp sandwiches. I feel I like it might it. be a British thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Americans ain't making crisp sandwiches, no. are they? You've tasted their crisps. But I thought, like, what is the best crisp to have in a crisp sandwich out of all the crisps in the world? Is there one in particular? Because, I mean, I put it, I put it on Twitter earlier on and I've had a lot of people come back to me saying... Some of that I just can't be right. Like Dave, for example, says, what's it? Imagine what sits in a crisp sandwich. Imagine how that would crush down.
1: Yeah, it's not going to crush down at all, and they're, they're, they're all just air. They're great crisp, but they're not going to add substance to something. And if you're if you're making a sandwich, you've obviously got two slices of bread. Yeah. Then you're going to need a crisp with substance, otherwise you might as well just have two slices of bread. It's just going to be powder everywhere, exactly. isn't it? Exactly.
0: So I don't, I don't want to eat
1: a load of dust, but thanks, Dave. This is why I would suggest to you, you know, if you're going to have this crisp sandwich by the end of the week, aim big, yeah. uh, I would go with cheese Doritos. Now,
0: Doritos, Doritos are quite sharp and pointy, though, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. that going
1: to poke through a bit of white? Loaf? No, because they're going to be softened by the installation of two fluffy slices of white bread. So you wouldn't have dip on there either, as well.
0: I know you recently you had your dip taken off you at a cricketing game. I did. Uh, I would be buttering the bread. Oh yeah, but like no Dorito dip, though, right? No, 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 butter Doritos bread. Okay, and no, no danger of cutting your mouth on that. I don't think so. No. no? Okay, fine. Maybe hammer it with one of those tenderizers first <laughs> to right? soften it up a little bit. So it is an existential question. What is the best crisp to have in a crisp sandwich? Our producer Nick has just made a very good point in that song that it doesn't, this doesn't just have to be crisps on their own. Mm-hmm. You could add crisps to other stuff. So he was saying crisp plus cheese and ham. That's a nice shout. It's all about the texture. Uh,
1: Cole's puts something that isn't really about the taste. He says, frazzles. The rectangular shape allows for perfect alignment and containment within the bread. Oh, so yeah. you know, it's not going to splurge out the side... But it's just going to be bacon.
0: Isn't would it? you double-decker deck? Would you like double decker them, do you think? Like, put them one on top of each other? I like, think you probably could, couldn't you? Uh, Lee says, got to be Royster's bone steak flavour with a bit of ham and half an inch of butter. And then this is there's two people who've mentioned uh, a form of crisp I've never heard of before. Richard says, it's got to be a canny bag of Tudor. Tudor? Tudor crisps. Not heard of that. A lot of people are suggesting cheese and onion. I don't like cheese, cheese and onion crisps. Do you no, know what they're I'm not a favourite. They remind me of um, like family rooms in the eighties. You know, used to get left in a family room yes. by your parents, and yeah. they go next door and drink, <laughs> or sitting in the car with a glass of coke. It's like eighties crisps. Andrew says controversially, I crush my crisps in the packet prior to loading the bread. Oh, that's a nice idea, that. Psychopath.
1: Shake it on. No, shake Psychopath. it on. Easier to spread on the bread. Dust it on. What,
0: hammering it with your fist on the table and then yeah. powdering it over the top? Kind of Kinda like crop spreading the uh, crisps onto the slice. I like that. Massive red flag for me. Uh,
1: Lou says egg mayo and mini cheddars. Now, you know that's going to be a great taste combination, but I'm not sure mini cheddars are, are, are crisps.
0: It doesn't qualify.
1: No, it doesn't qualify. They're, 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 they're roasted biscuits.
0: It's a brilliant idea. We'll have to do a different feature on that one. Tomorrow. Uh, Jodie's on the line right now. Jodie, <laughs> ultimate crisps for a crisp sarnie, please. A
2: get a cheese and onion, tea with potted beef in tiger loaf with low pat butter.
0: Potted beef? What's potted beef?
2: You get jars of um, sandwich spread.
0: <gasps> oh, the stuff you used to have in the 80s when you went to school. I remember that stuff. Jars of spreadable beef.
2: <laughs>
0: wow. So, just to recap then, Jody, you're saying cheese and onion crisps, potted yeah. beef... Uh, between two slices of tiger bread. Yeah. She's gone with posh bread and spreadable yeah. beef. <laughs> the cheese the, the cheese and onion crisps are getting lost in this, Jody. It's got to
2: be seabrook as well, seabrook crisps.
0: Wow, very specific crisps there. Yeah. And do you make this for yourself when you're out and about doing whatever you do?
2: Yeah. What do you All do? Time. I'm a delivery driver.
0: Oh, brilliant. So you might park up between deliveries and just uh, have a, a, a whole pot of potted beef. Beef.
2: I'm from Yorkshire, so it's a dumb thing here.
0: Oh, that's what they do. yes. Well, there you go. You learn a new thing every day. Good to speak to you. Thank you. Ben Fowler says, write this down, guys. Marmite sandwich, salt and vinegar crisps equals perfection. You have to try it.
1: Oh, as a Marmite aficionado, I'm all over that.
0: I was trying to work out. I I really, really want a crisp sandwich this week. I feel like I've I've been uh, given a calling to have it for some reason. You've just got to do it right, though. We're asking what is the ultimate crisp to go in a crisp sandwich. Uh, Chris, the Sheffield Man Mountain has been on. Says, guys, it's got to be a scampy knick-knack sandwich. Lovely, and your fingers smell fishy too. Oh, lovely. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> uh, Julie, uh, what are you putting in your
1: sandwich then?
2: The best one is white bread and proper butter. Right. With corned beef, mayonnaise, and lots of ready-salted walkers.
0: Okay, now you kind of, you, you had me there. I love corned beef, it's a fantastic thing. Then you put mayonnaise into the mix, and I'm not too sure about that. I love mayo. What's your views on corned beef? It's all right. It's better than potted beef yeah. uh, that we had earlier. I'm still reeling from it's that a little bit. It's interesting, Julie, what you've
1: done there. You, th- th- there's other stuff going on in the sandwich, and you, you've obviously added the, the blandest flavour of crisps, which is the You Ready Sorted, which suggests yeah. that you're just trying to bring some crunch to it rather than the taste. Yes, you
2: could be right. It's just, it all goes so well together. It's just a really lovely... Crisp sandwich.
0: How did you discover this little concoction and do you have a name for it, Julie?
2: Um, I It was when I was expecting my daughter. There and you go. <laughs> there you go. Lots of very different things and I just was craving corned beef at the time and I just got a bag of crisps there and I thought, mm, what would these be like if I put them all together on the sandwich and hey-ho, there it was. And there's a
1: craving
0: <laughs> that's then stuck. Yeah.
2: Yes, we could call my it. My daughter it, as
0: well. So. What, what's your daughter's name? Emily. Emily, should be very proud here in this. We call it a bun in the oven. What about that? <laughs>
2: Perfect. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway.
1: Very exciting times in my family at the moment. My little brother has arrived uh, with his family from America this morning. They're currently uh, suffering jet lag, somewhere in London, <laughs> uh, getting ready to uh, catch up with everybody. We've not seen them in over a year, so oh, it, well. it's lovely to you know to know they're here and be able to have some uh, family times over the next fortnight. But truth be told. If I put my hand on my heart, the thing that I'm really excited about is being able to break open the bags and bags of mini eggs that I've been saving since Easter for his arrival. Now,
0: I remember we, we, we talked about you buying a load of them on this show around about that time. Yes. So you, you've kept them safe. I have. I have. Up until then, you haven't touched them?
1: Great as well. There's there's three bags left. I, I had stashed a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, but as the weeks have passed, every now and then, tough dates go and break open some mini eggs. But the thing is, we, you might have had this if you've spent time abroad or if you've got friends or family that live abroad. There are things that you love uh, about food in this country that you just can't get elsewhere. Uh, he loves his old El Paso things. Uh, he loves his, uh, his, his scampi fries. And he loves his mini eggs. Got he's got fine taste. He has got fine taste, but when they come back over here, your old El Paso and your scampy fries, you can get them all the time, but your mini eggs, they're just an Easter thing, so I have been saving them for their arrival. And there's been great planning in this. You have to check, obviously, the best before date on your mini egg. Now, the mini eggs go out of date at the end of June, So we're fine. He's just snuck in there. He has just snuck in, otherwise I would have to have frozen them and defrosted them. And I don't know really how you do that with mini eggs. (laughs) But yeah, I've been saving them for this special occasion. Are are you that kind of person? I doubt you are. i I don't want to besmirch you here, but I don't think you have the self-restraint.
0: I don't. I'll just have to have it, like, now. (laughs) So, I mean, I've been bought nice bottles of, like, single malt whiskey and all that stuff for Christmas and birthday, which is lovely of people. And my wife Katie's always saying, when did you save it for a special occasion? She's right. But I'll just, just have it. It's gone by February. Just have it whilst I'm watching Match of the Day. <laughs> Mainly drowning my sorrows after this season.
1: I don't think everybody is like you. I i, I want to ask the question, What—what what is it that you are saving for a special occasion? It's its maybe there on the mantelpiece, it's there in a cupboard. This might not be an edible thing. I, well, I don't well,
0: maybe know. you've got, I maybe you were listening to this right now, and you've got special crockery that you bring out yes, for special occasions. exactly. That, that will work too. But I, I also, just to clarify, I haven't got that either. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you keeping for a special occasion? Let us know what it is. Uh, Robin Somerset has texted in to say to you, Richie, hand in your call card. What's wrong, with, uh, what, what's wrong with saving something, doing a nice thing for a member of family? He says, to Dave Barry on The Breakfast Show, you got hand a hand in your call card. Uh,
1: well, also, Rob, it's called a cool badge, so he got that wrong, so who looks a fool now? Thank in- you. In your face, sunshine. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. There we go. Saving things for special occasions. Lisa is in workshop when her friends visit from America. She says, I fill their case with dairy milk, party rings, and meringue nests. <laughs> That's something you've got to pack very carefully, isn't it, to take back meringue nests. What a combination
0: that is. <laughs> uh, Paul from not so sunny Cleethorpe says I I was bought half a bottle of Krug champagne for my 50th birthday just before lockdown booked three romantic getaways to enjoy with my wife all of them cancelled the bottle is still under the bed waiting for that magic moment to pop my cork (laughs) thanks Paul Uh, but Becky what are you saving for a special occasion then
2: so when my daughter was two years old, we were celebrating her birthday in—I don't—I can say it on live, but in a restaurant. Okay. Um, and Amir Khan was in there, and he decided to send over a bottle of champagne. So, what we decided to do was keep the bottle for her 18th. So she's 13 now. Wow! What a
0: brilliant wow. thing to do. That's great. What a nice thing for Amir Khan to do to send I know.
2: over. There. I was very shocked, but it was very kind of him.
1: You've got a soft spot for Amir Khan now as well,
0: I would imagine. I
2: have indeed.
0: Wow, I wonder what that restaurant was now. It's got me thinking it's not the Burnie Inn, was it?
2: <laughs> Has anyone ever
0: sent over a bottle of champagne at the Bernie Inn? <laughs> and so, how old is she now?
2: She's 13.
0: So she's, she's got just five years to go and then she can crack it open.
2: Yeah. Hopefully it'll still taste nice.
0: Champagne don't go off, does
2: it? I'm not sure.
0: Not the stuff that Amir yeah. drinks. <laughs>
1: This is a frightening text. Guys, I bought three really expensive bottles of red wine. One for when I retire, the other two for when each of our two boys get married. Unfortunately, one Sunday afternoon, my wife and my in-laws were having a few drinks. I wasn't drinking, as I had work the next day. The father-in-law is happy to drink a £3 bottle of vinegar. After quite a few drinks and bottles, he mentioned the wine they were drinking was really lovely. To my horror... My wife had gone for one of the three bottles in the bottom of our wine rack. My face dropped. He said, don't worry, I'll replace it. Until he did a search and saw it was going to
0: cost him over £160. Pounds. Wow, I think if you're going to do that, you just got to get it out of the way. <laughs> Keep it somewhere safe. <laughs> uh, this one here says, saving a nice bottle of champers for when the house renovation is over. It's like Grand Designs. An inspiration to finish it as well, to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, Rob, what are you saving? Uh, a pair of Air Jordans pair of Nike Air Jordan shoes, why are you saving them for?
1: I, I had some when I was a child and uh, I've been searching for them for years and I found a pair and um, I bought them home and I was like, I'm not going to wear them. I'm <laughs> um, saving them for retirement, which
0: is in 16 years. No one wants to see an old fella in trainers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I'll be able to jump for the bit of hoops, but. Yeah. Rob, this is uh, this yeah. is a this is a very strange one. It's almost like you know, like Toy Story, the movie. To- toys are there to to be played with. Yes. Shoes are there to be worn, Rob. You don't put shoes on a mantelpiece. Uh, they're not on a mantelpiece. They're not the loft, so nobody can
0: touch them. Wow. <laughs> but like you know, like I think about when I'm like an old, and I'm not that far away. When I'm an old man, I want to wear like smart suits and stuff. I don't want to wear trainers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Jeans yeah. and big old trainers. Do you know what I mean? Now's the time. Carpe diem, Rob. You get wearing them. <laughs> I, I wish I could, but uh, no, I'm going to save them. Is it part bottle, investment? But... Are you hoping that they'll also be worth a, a bob or oh, two? Yeah. Well, they cost me £400 when I bought them. So Rob! Leave it everywhere. A few quid. Someone's so, yeah. made the money over there. What else you got in that loft? <laughs>
1: Uh, Not (laughs) been... That's it. £400 pair of trainers in the loft not being worn. (laughs) Astonishing. Absolutely.
0: This is The Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway.
1: Wednesday evening's home time show, Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. A lucky day for
0: Kira earlier on today. And she joins us on the phone right now, still partying. Kira, a huge amount of money that you've won. Do you sometimes worry that you've used up all your good luck in one go?
2: I don't know. Well, this is the first time I've ever entered this competition today. So... I feel like I'm going to enter every competition
1: now. <laughs> well, as Bush says, though, you may have used up the luck, so maybe there's something else that you should try uh, for the first time." Is there anything else you haven't ever tried? It doesn't have to be a competition. Maybe try something else. It might go brilliantly for you. Oh, I
2: don't know. Um, Take up archery. I mean,
0: you could maybe yeah, you you I could mean... be like the, the number one archer in the whole of the United Kingdom. <laughs>
2: It's been a couple of weeks of first. I did my first guide i last week, so maybe that was tempting fate.
0: Wow. You really are having a moment of first, aren't you?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you, have you got, like, a, a, a purchase in mind? I know you, you say you're going to put it towards the house and a holiday and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But is there anything that you're going to buy yourself to treat yourself, that um, just, just for you?
2: Oh, I don't know about that one. Um, maybe a car. I've never had a nice car you I get a very nice
1: car in. with
0: £54,000. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know, but yeah, I'm trying to be sensible. Maybe the house is probably the priority.
0: No, but I mean like so, you know, something that's just purely for you, that you just kind of always had your eye on but thought, well, no, we can't afford that.
2: It probably would be a car, you know, a nice car.
0: What what in your mind is a nice car? One of them electric ones?
2: Oh, they scare me a bit because they're, they're too quiet when they're uh, going too slow.
0: They tell me when I'm cycling, you can never hear them behind you. <laughs> <laughs> you could drive with the window open with a bell.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: maybe. <laughs> Did I hear right that those electric cars have got to have a, they have a noise that's not even really their noise? That is true. But they have to play out just so people can hear them, like putting, like you say, putting a, a bell around a cat's neck. That's exactly the case. Oh, do they fabricate it? They yeah, do. They do Kira for people like yourself who think they're too quiet?
1: Uh, <laughs> Kira, what's for dinner tonight? You know, you've got to be celebrating. Obviously, big things have happened. Uh, what
0: are you going to treat yourself and uh, everyone for for dinner tonight? For
2: dinner, I think it might be a liquid dinner. <laughs>
0: Wow. Just like (laughs) champagne and stuff. You could probably bathe in champagne now, now that you've won that amount of money.
2: Yeah, the whole lot.
0: Do you feel bad that, uh, and I feel sometimes bad for people who win this brilliant competition, that we don't do big checks anymore? Where are the big checks gone? You know, you used to have a photo in the local paper with you uh, and your partner in a big check.
2: I could Photoshop one, maybe. That'd be
0: good. If you could do that for us, that'd be great. <laughs> you should do it. Save us coming up to Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, we're really chuffed for you, and what an amazing night you've got ahead of you. Well done.
2: Thank you so much. Life-changing. This is Bush
0: and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I know you said at the uh, beginning of this episode that
1: you felt cornered. Yes. Um, I don't want you to feel left out, but would, would you mind if I just ask Nick a question
0: uh, oh. as we close? Is this about food stuff? It is about oh, food. Oh, cool. great. Well, no, be, be my guest. Don't let me get in the way.
1: Uh, Nick, I've obviously got that butter chicken that I'm going to reheat in a second. Well, not reheat, microwave in a second. Um, could I have some of your garlic bread to, to mop up the,
0: the curry that's left over? Oh, my word. Oh, now this he is... just slandered my dinner. Oh, he's just slagged it off earlier on and now you want his garlic bread. Is that what Nick's saying? Outrageous.